The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman. Good morning, everybody. Cowboys Storyline is here. It's November 3rd. It's Friday. A couple days away from the Cowboys taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in a showdown uh, for... I would say the lead in the NFC East. I think uh, technically the Eagles will still be in first place regardless what happens. They've played an extra game, but we all know how important this would be for for the Cowboys to go get a win, especially if they want to stay on pace uh, with a team that's already seven and one and they're they're flying high, if you will. Uh, but the Cowboys have a chance to go up there and a place that they've had success before. Go up there. And get a win. So let's talk about it. Cowboys storyline, 888-855-2297. That is the phone line. You can text as well, 817-290-3298. We'll get a few text messages rolling in as well. But we uh, we love um, we love hearing from you guys. We want to we want to get on the phone lines as quickly as we can. So we're not going to waste any more time. Let's get right to it. Let's start it off. Dylan in Northport, Florida. You're first up. What's up? Hey, Nick. Good to talk to you again here, sir. You too. Uh, before, yeah, appreciate it. Before I get going, um, I want to give a shout-out to a couple callers yesterday. Andrew, we all kind of ragged on you a little bit there, Andrew, for your uh, not needing to win there. But it was a great call because it gave us all something to talk about. So good stuff, dude. True. And then um, my boy Dennis from Albany bringing the energy. That's where I'm from. That's where I grew up was Albany, New York. And uh, I know how hard it is <laughs> to be a fan up there, especially in 07, man. That was rough. So yeah. uh, good job repping the 518, my man. <laughs> All right. That's that's good. I appreciate that. I had to go back and look at the call. Yeah, and I remember yeah. Yeah, Anthony definitely sparked the rest of the show with that that comment. What do you got, Dylan? Yeah, so a couple things. Um gotta stop Jalen Hurts, right? And I remember the first time we played them last year, there was a play right in the beginning of the game, and there ended up being a couple of them where Michael was free, just rushed off the edge, gets to the quarterback, and just stops because he's trying to read the play. Mm-hmm. Just hit Hurts. Just hit him, and they'll stop They'll start running the play. You'll funnel the ball back in by hitting Hurts, take the option away from him. He'll have to hand the ball off, and, um, you know, eventually they'll stop doing it because they don't want him getting hurt. Yeah. So either end running off the edge, just hit Hurts and let the, the middle of the defense take care of the running back if he hands it off. I'll give up four yards if that means you get a free hit on Jalen. Yeah. I, I'm I'm always trying to figure out at the end of the show like what to title it, what's the name of the show. What, what if we, what if we just went hit hurts? What if that's just it right there? Hit hurts. Hit, hit him. Hit him where it hurts. Oh well, that that's different. Yeah, that's a different uh, whole, whole thing right there. Uh, if his name's hurts, hit him. How about that? Um, all right, Dylan. Appreciate the call. Good stuff. Uh, that's the way. That's that's how you lead us off here. Let's go right to uh, Aaron. He's in Youngstown, Ohio. Aaron, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Nick? Good talking to you. Good talking to you, too. How are you? Not too bad. It's been tough getting in this week, so you know the fans are ready for the game. That's funny that you say that. The callers, that we've actually had a little less callers than, than normal. Um, maybe because I talk too much or you guys are talking a little long. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been – we haven't had as many. But I think we're going we're gonna to move it up today. We're going to get a few here today. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so a couple of things I just wanted to touch on. I think the biggest part of this game this weekend is not going to be mainly the defense because you know the Eagles' offense is going to get theirs. You just kind of hope that you can make Hurts uncomfortable, make him rush throws because that's whenever he gets himself into trouble is when he gets pressure in his face and he kind of panics a little bit because he is very good under pressure. So mm-hmm. just kind of getting pressure on him is going to be 
going to be key, but they're always going to get theirs. I think the key is going to be how the offense responds if when the defense does give up points. Because if you go back to that 49ers game, every time the defense got, got gashed, the offense just couldn't respond and it got away from them. And I think last week in that Rams game, something that wasn't really talked about a lot was the fact that that first possession the Cowboys had in the second half after the Rams scored a touchdown to go right. into the half, get the ball back, go Score right down again. the field. Yeah. And then all of a sudden a 30-point lead's 15, and then you kind of look at that like, okay, here we go again. And then offense goes 17 plays, 10-minute drive, and do a field goal. And then that kind of cut the bleeding, got the momentum back, and then the defense kind of did that their was... thing. So I think that's kind of what we need to do is just make sure that the, the defense, you know they're going to give up some plays, but just offensively just be smart and just kind of – try to take control of that game. C.D. Lamb, I think this is going to be a big game for him. He's always had good success against Bradbury in his career. Slay is obviously losing the steps, so hopefully the speed of Brandon can kind of get a, get a little bit of, bit of momentum going for us. So I think yeah. this offensive line, that's going to be key, of just kind of like slowing down that pressure, giving Dak time to make good decisions, just kind of be surgical like he's been the last few weeks. And I think that's going to be a huge Yeah, I, I agree. Game, so so that, that's kind of how right. I look at it, look at it with the game, and then I have a uh, uh, trivia question for you. All right. So, uh, what what Cowboys player has the most career sacks against the Eagles, and how many sacks is it? Oh, most sacks against the Eagles. I, I <laughs> uh, you know, it could be anybody. I, I'm going to say, I mean, Demarcus had a lot, but I honestly, it's not Demarcus, is it? It actually is DeMarcus Ware. Oh, is Blair. it? I was going to yeah, say he, Randy he, White, but okay. Yeah, Blair's, yeah, Blair's got six, he had 16 of them in his career against Philly. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's a good question. Yeah. I, I don't, do you know who's second? Uh, I do not know who's second. I don't either. Um, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we, we can figure that out. It doesn't matter. You know, I mean, like, we know around here nobody cares about second. So um, that, that, is, that is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> we are tired of sitting around second. It's time uh, to take take that first place and run with it. That's true. All right, good stuff. Good uh, good call, Aaron. Appreciate that. Um, he's right about that game last week against the the Rams. I mean, they scored two in a row and, you know, and and then you're like, "All right, well, you know, this is not as comfortable as it was a few seconds ago and um they they got to drive just for a field goal, but um and I remember telling I remember telling Derek next to me, I I think it was 6 I think it, they'd cut it to 16. Might have been 15 like you said. But it was 33-17 because it was 33-3, 33-17. And I remember it was like, Derek was like, would you go for a fourth down here? It was just four down territory. And I said, absolutely not. I'm making this a three-score game. I don't care about anything but getting a field goal and making it 19 because it is, there's bleeding. Give me a Band-Aid right now on this field goal. And that's what they did. And and it, and it changed everything. But on that drive, I think it was third and nine, third and ten. Dak had an eleven yard run uh, right to the left side. It extended the drive, and it was just one of those those plays where it's like, if I need to, I can run, I can make this thing happen, and that's what they need Dak to be. Uh, that was a big moment in the game, and and then it became a blowout again. And it wasn't really a big deal, but every game has those plays right there where you're like, hey, it's getting a little getting a little dicey, and and they did a nice job of doing that, and. We're going to see a lot of moments like that where the Cowboys are going to have to go score, figure out a way to score in this game, and let's see how, how they do it. All right, Tim and Grapevine is our next call. Tim, what's up? Nick, it's the weekend. Man, happy Friday. You Can't too. Wait for this weekend. This is, it feels like a watershed moment for this team, Yeah, not to be dramatic or anything. 
Yeah. No, so when I look at the breakdown of this game, so the Eagles, when they run behind left guard Landon Dickerson, they're pretty good, 6.7 yards per carry. So to me, it's pretty simple. We all know take care of the ball, sound special teams, and then you got you got to slow down the run game. And Washington, both games against the Eagles this year, they did that. But the issue is A.J. Brown just destroyed them. And so this is a game where the Cowboys can stop the run if our secondary can just – I mean, we're not going to stop A.J. Brown, but if we can contain him – I think we can pull it off. I really do. What do you think? What, what does containing A.J. Brown mean? Because Not giving up 175 and two touchdowns. I mean, <laughs> but honestly, like one, he's had 125 yards six games in a row. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's – I don't even know what containing him is. I mean, a 100-yard game? You know, like, like oh, he only had 100. I mean, like he, he's been unbelievable. So that, that that's what's scary is that, like, he's on another level here where, where you know, you, you just feel like he can just, you know, line up and, and he's going to get five catches for 80. You know, like, like that that's like a solid game. So that that's what makes them so scary is that they, they, they just remind me of, like, the Golden State Warriors from a few years ago where they've got five shooters. Somebody's going to be hot. And it's just hard to get them all, you know, all, cool them all off at the same time. Um, the, the, it's definitely a challenge. But the Jets did it, you know. Jets figured out a way. Um, so, you know, it's they're not unbeatable. I mean, they're, they're not. They just have a lot of weapons. It's what we've been saying all offseason about the Cowboys offense. You just flood the, the offense with weapons, and then it's going to be tough to beat. It's a pick-your-poison type thing. That's exactly what... The Eagles have, um, and they're they're really good. So thanks for the call, Tim, in Grapevine, not far from Arlington, where there's going to be a parade today for the Texas Rangers, uh, right down there and uh, right there by the by the stadium. Um, it's going to be going to be crazy. Um, I will not be there. I will be here. Um, I'll tell you, I, I was all in for the Rangers winning. I mean, I was standing up for since the second inning on, no fingernails, all that, but. But parades, I'm 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 good on that. Uh, don't unless there's candy being thrown around. I, I don't. I'm really good on on the parade. Um, I don't think there'll be any FOMO there. Uh, but we do have some people that are that are headed out there uh, today. Um, they will be going out there and supporting uh, the Texas Rangers. So, all right, let's go to Kurt in Arkansas. Kurt, you're next. Hey Nick, how are you? Good. How are you doing, man? I'm great. Uh, I'm tickled about the Rangers winning. And I think it's gonna it's a good omen. Uh I see Dak having another three hundred yards passing and forty yards rushing and a rushing touchdown, three passing touchdowns and nice. CDs going off again. Yeah. Well, they need them. They need all that to happen. All that and more. And and and, and uh, I think Bland's gonna get another pick six. <laughs> oh man. I tell you, if Bland gets another pick six we might need a uniform change here. All right. I mean, we, we may need to move him to offense. I mean, if you're scoring that many touchdowns, I mean, let's <laughs> let, let's figure this out. <laughs> no, leave him right where he's at. No, I, he's I'm, I, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, he's he's been really really good. Uh, he's just his instincts are off the charts. I mean, it's hard yep. to do that. It's hard to get interceptions, much less interceptions for touchdowns. So that's right. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, appreciate the call, Kurt. He said he was excited. About the Rangers too. I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure that wasn't Bruce Bochy. Honestly, 
kind of has that, that that same kind of voice. Uh, but no, that, that's good. That's two days in a row for Kurt in Arkansas. Um, I don't. I, I keep. I keep my list of all the the, the people that have, that have called here. So I love hearing. We love first time callers, but also this show is built off the the callers that that keep calling back and and you know building a rapport. Uh, and another one that's called before and calling right now, Ronnie in, in New Jersey. Ronnie, what's up? Hey, good morning, Nick. Good morning. How are you? Um, nervous and excited. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's called I'm that's called anxious, a, isn't that called anxious? Yeah, yeah. that's the word. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not you're not, that's exactly you're not scared. Is. You're not nervous. You're excited. You're just anxious to get this game going. I, I get it. I mean, I just want to see how 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 the, our guys are going to play. I wonder how they feel. I mean, if this is us, the fans, I, I can't imagine how how they're feeling. But um, um. We got to change the line of scrimmage. I think in order to win this game, mm-hmm. we have to dominate both lines of scrimmage. Because Philly, man, I mean, I've been, I have the, uh, I watch it on YouTube. Uh, you know the whatever the Sunday ticket, mm-hmm. and I, I I like watching all competition, and and Philly's a different animal. Philly, it's it, they're like uh, the 49ers. They're a physical team. I mean, I think the middle. They're beefed up. It's like almost every guy is like over three hundred pounds. I know. I know. <laughs> so I, w- I wanted to ask you because uh, I have my my. Uh, uh, I know uh, Nate hates saying the hate. I hate the Eagles, man. Like <laughs> that's the one team ever since that that game where they were cheering when Michael Irvin went down and they were just cheering. Like I hated them before, but that made me hate them that much more. Who's your the Bible that we have that you dislike the most. That was my question. That's all. Okay. Um, all right. Good. Good question. Um, you, you know, I, and Nate, Nate just doesn't like to use the word. I mean, hate. Um, but I mean, I, I think in Philly, you know, they they uh, they don't mind it there, and and you know, they hate the Cowboys. Um, you know, if if there there is one, yeah, there is one fan base, there is one team. It would be them. It, it would be it would be Philly. Um, you know, I I don't. I was also asked this morning on a on a radio show to rank the, the the places in the NFC East to go for me. Like this isn't the last. I mean, like I I, I enjoy the trip to Philly. Uh, I enjoy the the, the city uh, for the most part. You know, to have a weird feeling with Philly because. And I don't care if it's a movie or not. I don't care. But like, I, I love Rocky. Like, loved. So like, it's hard to just completely dismiss Philly, even though it was even though it was a movie. They still have Rocky, you know. And I, I'll never forget sit, being on the sideline one one day, one game, and it was in the fourth quarter, and and the Cowboys are trying to hang on to the lead, and and Sylvester Stallone was there, was at the game. Was like in the end zone. They they were showing him. The music was playing, and you know everybody's getting jacked up. And I and I was kind of feeling it too. But I'm like, all right, pause on my love for Rocky just for one second. Pause, okay. And I, you know, I hope they get their ass kicked. Honestly, you know, I hope they, I hope right now. I hope that this is Clubber Lang. I hope the Cowboys are Clubber Lang, and then they knock him out. You know, in the first fight of of uh, Rocky. And right, that was Rocky three. All right. Kind of going off the rails here a little bit. Um, all right, let's go, uh, Michael in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Michael, hey man, what's up? What's up? And I have a question for you too. Okay, I need a judge's ruling on this. 
All right. Do you think? I know this is this is random, but I'm I'm playing left field today, so that's fine. Do you think that if I have if I because when we when we fly to Cincinnati, the airport is in Kentucky, right? If you think that if your feet are in the ground in Kentucky, would you count that as a state that you've been to? If it's just the airport, but you're on the ground. Yeah, I mean, I was in the Air Force for ten years, and I went, I traveled a lot. And if I just stopped at an airport in, like, a, in a state I'd never been in, I count it. You count it, okay? Even though, like in an airport, your feet aren't really on the ground. You're kind of there. You're, you know, you're just at the, you know, you're getting overpriced food. I mean, you're in the terminal, but you count it. If you count it, that means definitely, okay? I can't. Yeah, I count. Uh, it. I count it too. I've been, to, I've been to almost all the states, and a few of them I just just went through the airport. Okay. Well, then. If, you're kind of, did I ask the right person then? I asked the right yeah. person for sure. Because when we go to Cincinnati, we're on the airport, and you know, we get down on the tarmac and all that. And it's, uh, you know, I, I was like, well, I'm in Kentucky. I mean, this is it. Now, I haven't been to Lexington. I haven't worn the hat at the Derby. and I haven't done all that, but I've been, okay. Anyways, sorry. Bowling Green, Kentucky. Michael, what's up? Uh, okay, I got a comment and a question. Okay. All right, let me ask you. You were talking about when you first moved to Dallas, you went to the Rangers game. Mm-hmm. What? What year was that? 1989. Okay, that was way before. I, I went to. Uh, I was. I was in uh, Wichita Falls, and okay. the uh, the uh, the strike was going on. We're getting ready to go on, and we went to the Rangers game, our class, and they had the brand new stadium and the old one. I didn't know if it was around the same time. That was like. That you talking about the baseball strike was going on? Yeah, it was yeah. about ninety four. I think that was the yeah. 94 season because, yeah, the, the stadium was built, I believe, around then, 94, 95, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, when we went, the old one was still there, mm-hmm. and then they had the new one. But, but Still the case I, now. <laughs> it's still the case now. I mean, they have they – have oh, the, well, they, they have a new one now, and then the, the older one, which is still – it's oh. the nicest unused park in the world, uh, but it's just – it doesn't have a roof. So, oh, okay. But whatever. Got well, a ca- cowboy then, question? Yeah, well, I'm I'm buying what you're selling about uh, you know not doing not doing a trade. I was I was really big on that big running back mm-hmm. number twenty two, mm-hmm. and uh, but I think you're right. And uh, but I think you need to get some of the other shows on board because after the trade deadline, there was several of your 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 fellow guys in there, you know, they were comparing, oh, the Eagles did this and this. And, you know, you got frustrated Tuesday. <laughs> I've, I've been trying to get on all week. And uh, you've been, you were frustrated Tuesday about, you know, people talking about it. And I'm kind of with you now. I, I think you're right. And I think that the game Sunday is going to tell the, the tale. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't get mad at the eBay person that didn't want to sell his stuff. I mean, like right. that's the thing. It, it's not like like they had a chance to purchase this because if, if the checkbook's open, Jerry's going to pay. It, it wasn't that. It was they. It just the situation. It wasn't there. It just wasn't there. So that's what made me frustrated was that people were upset about things that scenarios that didn't exist, like they just didn't exist. And and that's that's the thing. And it was evident by the rest of the league. That also didn't get that big guy right. that you're talking about, or some of the yeah. other names. So, yeah. but but I don't I don't dismiss the frustration of wanting to do something 
kind of that anxious feeling of these. I don't know if we're better than the Eagles. I don't know if we're better than the Niners. They're trying to get better. Why aren't we trying to get better? So it's just it's just a, a different approach. But you know, I I don't think I don't think the Cowboys can't beat the Eagles now because they got Kevin Baird or whatever his name is. I I, I still think they can go go win this game. I think so too. And one more thing, sure. I'm kind of with that guy. The guy yesterday, I think, mm-hmm. he was talking about he didn't need a Super Bowl. Right. I, I want to win a Super Bowl, but the actual, you know, when the Super Bowl's over, then everything start everything yeah. football starts back for me. I'm like I'm waiting for the draft. I'm waiting for training camp, and then the week by week and everything. It, it's 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 exciting. Right. I mean, even without them, only one team can win. Yeah. I mean, no. You know, Thirty-one don't. Yeah. All right. Appreciate the call. You know what? Like going back to that, his name was Anthony. He was the third caller yesterday, and it, and it, and it sparked a lot. And basically, what he said, if you missed it, was that like you know he he said he was in his fifties, I believe. He's seen some Super Bowls. He doesn't need them to win the Super Bowl. Um, and to be honest, like he's right. He's right. And these fans that called in afterwards and said, no, 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 wrong, wrong. No, no, he's right. He's right because you guys have been fans for over the last 28 years, 30 years. You don't need it. Okay, it's not air. I mean, it's not water. It, it, the Super Bowl, I mean, you, you, you're, you're coming back. Just like just like Michael just said. I mean, you'll be back. And and so it, is, it, is it desired? Is it coveted? Yes, of course. It's the goal. It's what, it's what the, you keep doing. That's why... It lures you back in, okay? The Cowboys are that. If you ever played golf and you're not very good and you're hitting the ball all over the place and you're like, I hate this stupid game. This sucks. I'm never going to play again. And then what happens about the whole 17, you hit the greatest shot of your life. Even though, you know, maybe you're going to break, maybe you're at 120 strokes, whatever. It's the greatest shot of your life or the greatest putt. And you're like, all right, well, I'll be back. I'll be back next week. Let's play it again. I mean, that's what happens. It just sucks you back in. And the start of the season, training camp and all that, the draft, all that good stuff, sucks you back in. So, yes, you, you don't need the Super Bowl because you're going to be back. But, man, it sure would be nice. And um, and I get that, too. All right, Greg in Sacramento, California. Greg, what's up? Hey, what's up, Nick? Good to be back on the show. Um, right. I had, a, I had a question for you. With the Eagles, with the Eagles game coming up, mm-hmm. uh, I know they like to run like the RPO stuff a lot. Maybe you can kind of help me understand that a little bit more because what, what what seemed to happen last time, or the last time that I can remember them having success with it, was uh, when Jalen Hurts would keep would keep the ball, right? Right. And so, so specifically with Micah, like why does that freeze? Why does that freeze Micah up so much? Like why can't? I mean, can it? Why can't it be a situation like Micah sees quarterback that goes? get quarterback in that in that specific case i mean i guess if they do hand it to the running back i mean doesn't he have like his other well okay yes but but the thing is is that rule you know rule number one for those edge rushers is also to keep containment and so when you're on the outside like that if you're just free it in then it pitches to the outside you got a guy on the wing and then you know they've got big old strong you know um wide receivers so you get swift out there in the open you got aj brown right there blocking for you know he's blocking deron bland or gilmore or whatever and here comes Swift, and you didn't keep contained because all you're doing is going for the quarterback. I mean, that's what makes it tough. I see. So it's okay. Yeah, I, I get it too. And with the first caller said, "Hit hurts, just hit him, hit him, hit him," and you're not wrong with that. Do it a couple times. You know what? I will yes. take a 19 yard run from from the, you know Dante's. What's his name? Swift. I don't even know his name. Swift, yeah. DeAndre Swift. 
around the I'll take a 20 yard gain around the, around the edge if if Micah Parsons has hit Jalen Hurts really hard to say all right you want you want to keep doing that we can play this game all day long uh, you can't keep giving up big chunk runs but I'd give up a couple I think they're called sacrificial blows that's what boxers do yeah. as long as they're going to get inside you take a couple of hits as long as you can get in there and work the body and that's what they're going to have to do Okay. Okay. That that's what I figured too. It seemed like that's what should have happened in, in the prior game. I feel like if Michael would have just hit him a couple of times, you know, let him know he's there. Right. It, it probably would have eliminated a lot of that. But well, that's all about that. Thanks. All right, th- thanks for the call, Greg. And also, like another another part of that too is is the run defense, the defensive tackles. Like you, you've got to be able to shore that up as well. If if they if the Cowboys if Micah D Law those guys on the edge if they have confidence that the middle's going to be you know stuffed then it's easier to play more on the outside and, and, and you're giving up some of those things but that was the problem in that f- first meeting last year they couldn't get off the field because they couldn't stop the run right up the middle that was kind of the the problem but yeah you know there's no doubt Micah Parsons has not had the the success against the Eagles that that he's had in other teams. I mean he's only he's only had a half of a sack. That was his very first game. He's not not had a full sack. So uh, I know he knows that, and he'll be he'll be chomping at the bit to to get going here. All right, um, let's go to Matt in Raleigh, North Carolina. Matt, what's up? Hey Nick, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I am good. Hey, I just wanted to uh, share one thought, or really get your thought, and then uh, get, get I have a quick question for you. So. Okay. Um, to me, we're, we're kind of making this game, at least it seems, a little less compared to what we made it at the Niners game. And to me, this is a bigger game. Um, I think, obviously, you know, seating is on the line. You know, if you look at the records, we lose this game. The Eagles go to 8-1. and one, Cowboys fall to 5-3. and three. That's, that's, a, that's a big gap. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we have half the season left, but to me, um, if we can get home field advantage, and you know, I'm looking a little further down the road, um, clearly we're a home team and we've got the home crowd working for us. Um, we just seem to be a different team at home, and I think it's going to be a, play a huge role moving forward. So I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Um, yep. And then second, who would you pick if you were to look look at this team? Who who on offense and who on defense needs to you know click, if you will, um, for us for us to win this game? Um, personally, I have us winning this. I think we're going to have a game winning field goal of fifty plus yards to pull off the win. Um, I have Cowboys winning twenty six twenty four. Um, but love to get your thoughts on that. Love it. Uh, love it. Um, all right, so I agree with you on the first part. I don't know if this being hyped up as much, um, and I thought maybe from from my standpoint, just being here in Dallas because of of the coverage of of the Rangers and you know the Mavericks are four zero. You know, like like for so for us here, other other teams, you know, there's some excitement. That's what I kind of thought was mainly because there's been a lot of tension on on other things. I, but for this show, like you know, you guys call in and you're from all over the place, and you know everybody's excited. Um, maybe, maybe not to the same level as the 49er game, and let's hope not because that didn't work. Like that mindset, that approach, whatever the Cowboys felt going into that game, that certainly didn't translate to the field. So for whatever it is, I just think this is going to be different because. You know, they know the Eagles. The Eagles know the Cowboys. They know each other. So it's not going to be that type of of matchup. And, and also, I think from a confidence standpoint, you know, the Cowboys could say all they wanted to about the 49ers, but they, they hadn't beaten them. They've been knocked out of the playoffs two years in a row. So 
there's no way that they have the same level of confidence going up against the 49ers as they should the Eagles. They beat the Eagles last time. The last time the Cowboys played the Eagles, they beat them. Uh, was Hurts the quarterback? No, he wasn't. It was Gardner Minshew, who threw for 375 yards and four touchdowns. I mean, what else is Hurts going to do? I mean, you know, I mean, like, he, he had a great game. I mean, Minshew did, but... You know they they didn't they didn't beat Jalen Hurts, um, so so but they have beaten the Eagles, and and I think the confidence is there that they can go and and, and beat them. Um, as for offense defense guys that that have to step up, I mean it's not just one. I mean it's certainly not just one guy, but um, you know I, I'd like to see. Damone Clark be a little bit more of a difference maker. He's leading the team in tackles. There's no doubt about it. But I, I do think he needs to be a guy that can, can kind of you know make sure and 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 shore up that middle. Uh, there when they run the ball. I mean, I could say Hankins too, and and, and Osa and those guys. But you know, gets to that next level. I think Damone Clark is a guy that needs to make plays. And then, you know, about Jake Ferguson because you know they the receivers are going to be on the outside making some plays. They had to run the ball, but but Ferguson needs to be a guy that that can extend the drives, get it going. And if I remember correctly, in that first game in Philly last year when Cooper Rush was the quarterback, you know, they got down early. They kind of started coming back in that game, and they got to a point to, to maybe win it. And Jake Ferguson was a big part of that. I know he scored a touchdown, had a nice nifty play around the goal line. So, you know, he, he needs to be a guy, I think, that, that can kind of help, um, you know, to help, to help the Cowboys extend, extend drives, move the chains. He's that type of guy. All right, uh, let's go to uh, one caller, and we're going to take a break. Joe in Stanford. Joe, what's up? Hey, morning, Nick. How are you, sir? I'm good. And you? Well, um, I have a couple things. Um, I'm doing great. Rangers one man like you. I've been waiting my whole life for that. So yeah. it's, been, Neat. it's been a really good week. Yeah, it definitely has. So, first uh, Eagles game. Um, this is the biggest game of the season. Um, we win this game. It could propel us to the best record in the NFC, home field advantage, and a good opportunity to make the Super Bowl. Lose this game. The Eagles are one more game ahead of us. And the road just seems a whole lot harder to get to the Super Bowl. So, in my opinion, this weekend is the biggest game of the season. I know we have other games. The December is going to be tough. But I think if we win this game, we are the team that can go into December and take on the, that tough schedule and have the best record. So, yeah. that's, that's, that's how I feel about this game this week. Now, the elephant in the room for me, I listened to the show yesterday and our friend Anthony from Florida, mm-hmm. um, he got on the line and talked about delusional Cowboys fans, and he called himself a fanatic, who a fanatic who doesn't care if we win the Super Bowl. Look, you had some callers earlier talk about how he loves the process and, and you know, so he can understand. I don't understand any of that, and I don't agree with you that any of that that doesn't make sense to me at all, okay? I do everything I do, all the calls, every time I call into you, everything I do, the way I obsess about the Cowboys, that's being a fanatic. And I obsess about them because I want them to win a championship. And if they don't, I'm pissed off until the next training camp. So I'm, I'm cool with casual fans. But don't get on here and call somebody delusional and call yourself a fanatic and then tell me you don't care if we win a championship. That's ridiculous. 
All right. Um, I think we're saying, I think everybody honestly is saying the same thing. I really do. It's just saying it in, in a different way. If I had to go back and listen to it, I think he said, I don't need a championship. Not that he doesn't want it. He doesn't need it to be a diehard Cowboy fan. Um, and if people disagree with that, then that's fine. Like, like okay, I get it. It, it. it sounded odd when he said it, but I think I, un- I understand the approach here, okay? Everybody wants this team to win. I mean, think about it, guys. You're getting on the line. You're calling 888-855-2297 so you can talk to a guy that can talk about this game, about the Cowboys. You have jobs. You have stuff going on. Anyone that's calling this show, they're a big-time Cowboy fan. I'm a huge, huge Arkansas Razorback fan. I have never, ever, ever called a show in Arkansas. I've never done that. I, I not nothing against. I'm saying y'all are huge, huge fans. Every one of you are big, big fan. Anthony in Florida wants the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl more than anything. But his point is, if they don't, he's gonna be right back here next year doing the same thing, just like most of you are. I don't know about delusional. I don't remember hearing that word. I don't know if that if that was said, but I think delusional would just be expecting to win the Super Bowl, and if you don't, then you just give up and you quit and you go to another team. I mean, that that's like delusional, but I don't know who does that. You guys are diehards, and every one of you, um, in your own way, in your own way, it, everyone can be a fan in a different way. If you saw how I watched my team, you would laugh, okay? I turn the TV off sometimes. I'll, I'll go. I'll, I've done walks. March Madness last year, oh, my God. I walked the whole neighborhood every time Arkansas was like down in the game. I, I, I would leave. I'll have it taped. I'll watch it. If we win, that's cool. But sometimes I have to leave. Everybody's a fan in their own way. we got to respect that. All right, we'll be right back here on Cowboy Storyline. What? Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot, Rowdy, cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper... 
is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find Find a location near you. Back, back to Cowboys Storylines. All right, back here on Cowboys Storyline, going back to the phone lines, and we're going to go overseas. We're going to Hamburg, Germany. Reggie, what's up? Hey, hey, what's up, Nick? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you I, doing over there? We're doing good, man. It's a little bit later over here, but um, we're hanging in there. What time it's, is it? I am such a, it's, um, it's um, 4.30 in the afternoon. 4.30 in the afternoon. Okay. 4.36. Okay. Yeah, so it's like ten. Yeah, it's ten thirty-six your time, right? No, yeah. nine thirty-six, right? Yeah, ten thirty. Ten thirty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Six six hour difference. All right. What do you got? What do you got for us, yeah, Reggie? Yeah, well, listen. Here's what it is. Well said, man. About uh, you know, cowboy fans. I am a diehard cowboy fan. Um, to that point, I've been trying to reach you for the last week for, since the times you guys were talking about how um, how the um, running game wasn't working. Right, and I've called you guys every day. Today, I called you guys sixty times just to get through. Sixty, but really to the point. Sixty times oh I had my, my thing on speed dial. I just kept ringing through. Wow, and it never fit through until now. But anyway, to the point. Um, here's a question for you, Nick. I'd like to see what your opinion is about this. Okay. Um, we want to. We obviously want to. We want to feed um, CD, but I think we really need to try and get Brandon activated also yeah. we need to get him to blow up so what is the, what is your opinion about probably decoying cd and then using brandon and um i don't know what what are you feeling about 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 gallup is yeah. are you giving have you given up on no him? no i've not i've not given up on gallup at all um i'm not, I, he's he's your third receiver he's your third receiver and it is what it is i mean like you just don't worry about money. That's the that, kind of disappearing on us. Okay, right? that's what. But isn't that what third receivers do? I mean, who, who's the Eagles' third receiver? Yes, yes, I don't know the absolutely. Eagles' third receiver. He might be Julio Jones. Great, he's got a huge name. He's not playing like one. I mean, like the 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 I, the problem is is that I think and Nate Newton was on here last couple weeks ago. It actually said it best. He didn't. You don't need a third receiver. Third receiver is whoever mm-hmm. they're leaving open. Get the ball to CD. I, I'm not buying the decoy thing. I, I, I'm not a, fi- a fan of that. Okay. CD and Brandon okay. Cooks, in that order, get them the football. Make them make a plays. Put the pressure on on the, you know, um, it. to me, it's kind of like some teams like to bunt in baseball. Some teams don't. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to just give up and out. There's some, and think about it from a football terms. Okay, we're going to cover this guy, cover this guy. We want you to throw it to the tight end. Throw it to throw it to uh, to Gallup. Throw it to you know Jalen Tolbert. We're not worried about them. We're just worried about this guy killing us. Well, don't give them that out. 
Keep putting the pressure on. Throw it to CD. Throw it to Cooks. Let them go and make plays. They're the big dogs. You don't see the Eagles doing that. Yeah. You don't see the Dolphins doing that. They throw it to their guys. They get them in, in situations where they're getting open. Not If they're not open, then we can't throw it to them. They make sure they're open. Yeah. That's what we're seeing here the last couple of uh, weeks. Yeah, and Fergus has been proving himself as well. You're right yeah. about that. So we could probably go that route. And, um, yeah, that that was my question really quick. I don't want to take up too much time. Maybe somebody else is trying to get through 60 times. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give him a shot. It's a lot more expensive. It's a lot more expensive for you. I can I can promise you that. So oh, You got you got anything no else, though, Reggie? It. Got anything else for us? No, that's it. it it's worth every penny, man. I'm glad to hear your voice. Glad <laughs> to talk with you, my partner. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Love it. Love the call over there from Hamburg, Germany. Reggie, and he's he. I don't know about CD. I don't. I don't want to hear the term CD coy. I don't want to see that. I, no, I, I think I, I think those days are over. I think you force these the, the ball, and it's it's not a bad thing. Okay. But for, but in the game plan, now, I'm not talking about forcing throws. I'm talking about forcing the game plan to get these guys involved early. Don't let the game just come to them, and next thing you know, you're halfway through the second quarter, and you guys got one target. Now, screw that. Get the ball to them early. Let them make plays. He's been targeted 21 times since his little rant on the sidelines in the 49ers. He's caught 19 of those passes. Keep it coming. All right. Kelby in White Oak, Texas. First time caller. Kelby. How's it going, man? Good. How are you? Oh, pretty good, man. Just been listening to you for years. Uh awesome. On different shows and glad to hear you finally get your uh you know, you kinda got your own show and yeah. it's going pretty good. Been yeah. listening for a while. So appreciate it. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. And yeah. days like today where you got spirited callers, everyone's jacked up. I'm I'm jacked up, <laughs> ready to go, man. This is good. Yeah. Good to hear from you, Kelby. What yeah, you got? Yeah. Well, uh, I won't be as spirited, but uh, I've right. uh, been listening to a couple other shows. But, uh, you know, some of the guys kind of brought up some points about Devontae Smith on, and Jordan Lewis kind of having to mix it up and everything. I'm yep. just curious what you thought about that matchup. I mean, do you see them <clears throat> making bland travel with with uh, with their number one, or do you see them bracketing? Yeah, I uh... – I did hear I hear uh, Mike McCarthy talk this morning on the radio on 105.3 The Fan. They they get him every Friday, and they tried to ask him about what it takes to to travel and all that kind of stuff. And he he didn't give them a big answer on what they're going to do. Um, but he you know he said it, it comes down to just mismatches. I mean I mean matchups, and then also you know just what all the, the cornerbacks can do. Um, so. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. In this case, I don't really see the Cowboys doing that and, and traveling, because I don't see a huge difference in AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Um, yes, Brown is better, but like not to the point where you're not gonna, you're going to dismiss Devontae Smith. And I see Bland and Gilmore being pretty comparable as well. So I think for the most part, I, I see them staying on their sides. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. And then offensively speaking, <clears throat> with the Rams, I mean. I know where their defense is not near to what Phillies is, but I will say that it's very encouraging to see them stretch the field vertically. Yeah. And and uh, they really were letting the pass set up the run in some instances even. But, I mean, it's, just, it's very encouraging to see them kind of turn that leaf over and be a little bit more aggressive down the field. Yeah. And, um, attack really – Weak spots in the in the defense and kind of just exploit things like that and, so. and trusting Dak to to do it to go make that yeah. throw and I think Dak's you know got playing with a lot more confidence confidence for a quarterback can be tricky we know that and it happened in that game you know they they got a little they got a little you know a little too cute 
threw an interception there. But then he got back to basics again and, and made some other plays. So I, I think for the most part, you know, I, I think the Cowboys have are playing with a lot of confidence on offense. Yeah, and I really appreciate you taking my call. Keep up the good work, man. Yeah, thank you, Kelby. Uh, Good to hear from you Uh, there in White Oak, Texas. We're going to go to Merkel, Texas um, for Al. Al in Merkel, Texas is up. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing, Al? I'm doing great. How about them Rangers? How about them, man? How about that for sure? Well, my dad would be so happy. We used to go to that uh, AAA ballpark and go watch them. So that was... I have a, I just have one thing to say, and I'm going to say it, but it doesn't mean that we're going to go on and win the Super Bowl. But I, I get this feeling, and I haven't been able to shake it for three days. Now I preface this with saying I'm only right about thirty percent of the time because if I was right more, I'd be in Vegas and living high off of bets. But I think we're going to, uh, as everybody says, we're going to expose the Eagles. I think we're going to dominate. I don't think it might not be a blowout, but I think we're going to dominate. And once again, I'm not saying that means we're going to go to the Super Bowl. It doesn't mean the Eagles are going to fall away. I just think that we're going to go in. We have a Dak has the the mojo over the Eagles, and I believe that Dan Quinn's going to dial up a good defense, and I just believe it's going to be a dominant win. All right. Well, I had to go search my notes real quick here for the the Friday show before the Niners. I was like, "Hope you weren't the one that called and said they would win thirty five to ten over the Niners." It wasn't you. It was not, by the way. But um, but so I was just making sure. I was like, "I hope." But I I hear your point. I mean, I think the Cowboys. I, I don't think the Cowboys and Eagles. I think they're pretty close. And in a game like this. You know, I, I could see the Cowboys winning it for sure. I can for sure see them winning this game. It's not going to be easy because the Philadelphia is is pretty complete. I mean, and that's what a seven and one team should look like. You know, their quarterback threw the three interceptions and they lose to the Jets. They play that game again. They probably beat the Jets by two touchdowns. I, I see that happening, but but I I think that the the Cowboys are pretty good too. I mean, I think if the Cowboys played these games over again. You know, I don't think they're going to lose to the Cardinals. Now the Niners, you know, we'll see. They may have to face them again, but I do, I do believe the Cowboys can go win this game. I don't know about exposing them. I don't know about dominating them, but I think they have a chance to to win. And, and it w- it won't surprise me at all if they win this game. All right, David in Fort Worth is our next caller. David, you there? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. How are you? Good, 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 sir. Right. Hey, I wanted to real, real quick touch on what Anthony was talking about and what everybody's been talking about about as far as winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't think like, I agree with you. I don't think what he said was wrong. I just think it's like way back in the day. You can help me remember, but it's like when Romo said something on like a talk show. He said something no. to the effect of, "If this is the worst thing that happens in my life, I think I'll be okay." It wasn't. Nobody hold on, it that. was not a talk show. It was right after they lost to Philly, forty-four to six, in the two thousand eight regular season finale to went to go to the playoffs, and they lost, and they're they're not in the playoffs, and he collapsed in the shower with like a punctured lung or something like that. And so then he goes up there and says, well, you know, this is the worst thing that ever happened. Fans don't want to hear that. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. he's not wrong either. Like, he's not wrong. Like, if that's the worst thing that's ever happened, he's going to have a good life. And he has had a good life. I don't exactly. know if it was the worst thing that ever happened to him. I thought it was in Seattle, but whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah no, I was going to say that. I mean, like, 
the same way that we're upset, you know, maybe about what Anthony said, or we're upset about maybe not making a move on the trade deadline, we're going to come back. You know what I mean? Like, we're always going to come back. That's, that's It's in our blood. We're mm-hmm. here. We're listening to you because we love it. And we're always going to come back no matter what because it's in our right. blood. Um, I just wanted to give a quick score prediction, sir. Crazy prediction and my wife's crazy prediction. All right. Quick. All right. Score prediction. I think it's going to be 27-26. I think Dak is actually going to lead. That's my uh, score, David. 20. 20- Day twenty seven twenty six man I'm telling you like, that's the it is going to struggle that's my score going to lead a game winning uh, game winning touchdown at the end at the end of the game we're all going to be biting our nails making sure Aubrey can make the kick he will we're going to win this game um, I think Osa gets two sacks that's my crazy prediction my wife she actually got a full night sleep last night because you know we have a newborn <laughs> yeah I don't know what she's on but she thinks defense is getting two defensive touchdowns so Ooh. you know what if that happens that'd be awesome I think she's just euphoric right now but uh, hey man I appreciate you taking my call uh, Chris I always appreciate you squeezing me in and I hope you guys have a great day. All right. Thank you. Thank you, David. That's a great call. Great call right there. Um, I was going to predict that as well. I was going to say, I predict that you're going to get a full night's sleep tonight. I was going to say that, but you already got it last night. So, but 27 26, that's, that's my score. That's the one that I, that I have as well. So, when somebody earlier said the Cowboys were going to win 26 24, I thought, uh oh, I'm predicting 27 26. That means. I hate for the Eagles to jump in and get a field goal on that guy's prediction and flip it. But no, Cowboys 27-26 is my score to David in Fort Worth. That's his score as well. Two defensive touchdowns um, as a prediction. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure one of them will be Deron Bland. Uh, you know, he, he's living in that end zone more than more than anyone else. Him and CD are tied for the team in touchdowns. Um it's just that's the way it goes. All right. Uh, I think the, the phone lines are open, but we are done for today. Uh, you guys were great. We had 13 calls, uh, five from Texas. So Texas is the state champs. Uh, a lot of great calls. Germany, though. You know, Germany should count as like three. You call from Germany. Uh, great, great show. Great week, everybody. Appreciate that. Appreciate you guys kind of uh, hanging in there with, with with me and putting up with me with uh, with the Rangers talk. I know most of you don't care. I get it. Uh, you know, if somebody were to call in from from another place and say, "Hey, I'm from I'm from Detroit. The Red Wings won this," day, I would be like. Oh. Congrats to you, because I understand from a fan's perspective, and I understand what you guys are going through. But it is cool when your team gets a chance to win. Uh, but like we said before, we're all hoping the Cowboys can can do the same, because when it happens, it's going to be epic, no doubt about it. All right, so for Chris Beam, I am Nick Eatman. We will see you on Monday, talking Cowboys and Eagles here on Cowboys Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!